You are listening to a Victory Alabang podcast. How can we live our lives in absolute purity? Find out in this message by Pastor Sunny Waman. Advisory. This podcast contains mature subject matter. Please exercise discretion when listening around children. So we are closing our series on Uncensored, wherein we are talking about this big issue. At ito po ay walang iba kundi ang patungkol sa sex. Okay? Ilan po sa inyo narito nung nagsimula tayo sa sering ito? Okay, palitan natin. Ilan po yung wala, sa inyo? wala, wala po kayo dito? Hindi, gusto ko lang malaman. Wala, hindi nyo nasundan or wala kayo nung unang tinuro to. Ah, sana naman kayo. Sana naman kayo nag... Biro lang. Again, we're, we're uh, closing our series uh, this week and let me just remind everyone ang ating pong hangarin. Bawat isa po sa atin ay makaunawa. Not just makaunawa lang on the surface, kundi maunawa natin anong sinasabi ng Biblia patungkol po sa aspetong ito o yung tinatawag nating sex. Uh, kung naalala po ninyo, nung unang linggo na sinimula natin ito, ang kahalagahan na maintindihan natin ang sex po ay itinuturing ng iba na parang Diyos-Diyosan. Ang uh, ibig sabihin, ito ang nagdidikta sa kanila kung anong kanilang gustong gawin. Noong po nga unang panahon, you know, ang sex po ay parang pagkain lamang o yung mga sexual act ay parang pagkain lamang. Pagkutom ka, kumain ka, so ganoon din ang kaisipan nila. Kung ikaw ay, ikang ay uh, you know, may nararamdaman kang kakaiba, din gawin mo ang aspetong ito. Yun, ganun sila mag-isip noon. Kaya, yun ang naitatag natin sa salita ng Diyos na hindi mo pwedeng ituring na Diyos-Diyosan ang sex, kundi dapat mong maintindihan na ito isang kaloob ng Diyos para sa atin. Ang Diyos ang tunay na Diyos at siya lang may karapatan na magsabi kung anong dapat gawin dito or paano ito dapat gawin. Tama po ba? Now, last week, kung saan pinag-usapan naman natin, ano, anong pinag-usapan nyo last week? Ayun, authority! Saan tayo kumukuha ng authority para pag-usapan ng sex? Now, whether we like it or not, sex is everywhere. Right? Billboards, movies, magazines, name it. Misa nga, nakakatakot eh, pababa ka sa mga mall, you know, makikita mo, biglang kasama mo yung anak mo, may kasamang pamangkin mga bata, and then makikita mo, sandamakmak na magazine na puro mga nakahubad ng babae ang naroon. Well, of course, sila pa ng kaunting bahagi, pero could you just imagine, we are surrounded with this thing just to bombard our, our mindset, even, you know, our, our thinking on this matter. Parang inihahanda na talaga tayo ng mundo upang tanggapin kung ano yung kanilang pilit na itinuturo sa atin. So, hindi po natin pwedeng gawin yon Dahil ang tunay na kagandahan po ng sex uh, ay, ay makikita lamang natin kung ito po ay napapaloob sa layunin ng Panginoon. So, anything, sex outside marriage, will never be right before God. I don't, I don't want to sound religious on that, but that's the truth. Kahit kailan, hindi pwedeng ang anumang sexual act sa labas ng kasal ay pwedeng aprobahan ng Diyos. Yes, ang Diyos so ay merciful, He is gracious, nagpapatawad siya. Pero wag ho nating abusuhin sana yung kabutihin na iyon ng Panginoon. At naintindihan din po natin na sa ilalim po ng pamamahala ng Panginoon, under God's authority, ang sex po ay nagiging mabuti at kasiya-siya. Okay. Ngayon, pag-usapan natin, again, is ang tanong na sa gitna ng kulturang ating ginagalawan, posible pa ba? na tayo ay mamuhay ng may kalinisan. Is it still possible for us to live a life of purity? Yun ang sasagutin natin. So may request everyone of you to give respect to the word. Tayo po ito mayo. And let's just read 1 Thessalonians chapter 4. Eight verses of this. Sabayan po ninyo ko. Simulan po natin. Finally then, brothers, we ask 
and urge you in the Lord Jesus that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God, just as you are doing, that you do so more and more. For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus. For this is the will of God, that you are uh, your sanctification, that you abstain from sexual immorality, that each one of you know how to control his own body in holiness and honor, not in the passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter, because the Lord is an avenger in all these things, as we told you beforehand and solemnly warned you, for God has not called us for impurity, but in holiness. Therefore, whoever disregards this, disregards not man, but God, who gives His Holy Spirit to you. Panginoon, salamat po sa inyong salita. Dalangin po namin muli ang inyong pagtulong sa pamagitan ng inyong Santong Espiritu na aming maunawaan at makita ang kagandahan sa likuran nito. Dalangin ko ba lang ng Espiritu, pahiran mo ng langis ang aming mga mata, aming tainga, maging ang aming kaisipan, gayon din ang aking labi sa aking paghahayag ng inyong salita. Nawapo Panginoon, ang mga ito'y hindi lamang manatili sa aming mga notebook, kundi ito'y maging bahagi ng aming pag-isip at nang sa ganun makita rin sa aming pamumuhay. Inaangkin namin ito at hinihingi sa pangalan ni Jesus. Amen. Amen. Marina po tayo maupo. Praise God. Okay. Now, uh, itong huling bahaging ito, kasi ang unang salita dyan sa verse 1 is finally. Hindi nangangahulugang na, na ito na yung conclusion. No? Hindi po isinasara ni, ni Pablo ang kanyang liham na ito. Subalit kanya pong ina-address yung final major section ng uh, kanyang sulat kung saan may kinalaman ito sa chapter 3 verse 10 na kung saan sinabi ni Pablo that he shall supply what was lacking in your faith. So parang ang sinasabi ni Pablo dito, oo, nakakilala tayo sa Panginoon sa pamagitan ng pananampalataya at tayo naligtas sa pamagitan nito at sa mayamang biyaya ng Diyos. Subalit kanyang isinunod na hindi yun sapat na ganun or hindi doon nagtatapos ang ating lakarin. Tama po ba? That faith or in our faith walk starts when we accepted Jesus, but after that, we need to learn how to grow in our walk with the Lord. Kaya nga, kanya pong inisa-isa to At uh, alam nyo, nung mga panahong iyon, uh, mababa ang moral atmosphere doon sa lahat ng nasasakupan ng Romano Imperio, the Roman Empire. You know, uh, yung, yung lagana po ang immorality doon, at dahil po doon sa slavery, yung pagkaalipin, mas lalong nagkakaroon ng mga tao ng mas maraming oras para gawin nila kung anong trip nilang gawin at that very moment. And so, ang mga, yung mga Kristiyano during that time, mga bagong Kristiyano, now, remember that you know, the, uh, yung, uh, the Thessalonians are pagans, considered as pagans. People who don't know God. And so, nung dumating po si Pablo and he started preaching the Word of God, para sa kanila, yung unang-unang church doon, it is not easy for them to live a pure life because their culture dictates ng ibang bagay. Are, are you following it? Okay, so noong, noong panahon yun, nung in-address ni Pablo ang tungkol sa sexual immorality, alam niya that there will be struggles, alam niya there will be resistance. And hindi po nalala yung panahon natin ngayon sa panahon nila noon. If, they are, you know, if their immorality is really that law, hindi maganda, ang, lalo na when it comes to sexual immorality, hindi po nalala yung ngayon. Ganyan din po, ganun din, hindi po ba? Ngayon, pinipilit ang mundong tanggapin natin kung anong nais nila na tanggapin natin. Uh, na, uh, kalinang alas 9 po, uh, um, nandito po si Pastor Leonard ng Santa Rosa at kanya ikinekwento yung kanya experience. Sabi niya, there was a time na 
inimbitahan ho siya sa isang kasalan. At alam niyo naman kasalan, pagkadating sa uh, reception, di ba? may mga games sila, alam niyo yun, the bouquet and the garter thing. Tama po ba? Nakatinan ho ba kayong kasalan? Nakakita na kayo ng ikinasal. Alright. So, eh, sa totoo lang sabi niya, naset up siya. Sinet up siya na siya yung talagang piniling lalaki na yung sasalo ng garter. Okay? So, eh, sabi niya, in fairness naman, maganda naman po yung, yung babae naman nakasalo ng bouquet. Ngayon, ang naging uh, parang uh, kalakaran is that kung saan nahalika nung groom, yung kanyang wife, ganoon din nahalika ni Pastor Leonard, yung babae nakasalo ng bouquet. Now, nag-struggle ho siya. Dahil number one, pastor siya. Pero ayun niya naman mag-inarte na you know, mag, mag-appear na holier than thou kesa sa iba. So he was struggling. And sabi niya, in fairness nga, maganda naman. Kung tutuusin, tsamba na nga. Ika nga. But still, the conviction was so strong. Now, what's the point? Simple. Ang mundong ito, ang ganun bagay, normal. Halik, normal. Sabi nga na iba, kayo naman pastor, halik lang. Ano bang mawawala sa halik? Now, tingin ng tao, normal. Pero anong tingin ng Diyos? Ang maraming beses, maraming beses sa buhay po natin, nasa sa isang tabi natin ang Diyos at pinipilit nating tanggapin ko ano yung tingin ng iba. Ano po ba talaga? Ano, gumagano iba sa inyo? Gumagano? Hindi ko maintindihan. Kung nag-agree kayo sa akin. But again, whether, this is just my point, as simple as this. You see, what we need to understand is that if we really wanted to overcome Etong, etong temptation na ito, sexual temptations, whatever it may be, fornication, adultery, whatever, kailangan meron tayong dapat gawin. You know, you cannot just sit down or, or stand up or stay in one place and, and wish, and wish na hindi ka na sana manukso. Hindi po, hanggat narito tayo sa mundong ito, dadaan at dadaan tayo doon. Now, in our society where sex is everywhere, minsan nga mga bata, cartoons na nga lang, still, yung mga cartoons na ito would even promote sex. So, ganun naka-perverted. So again, the question is, is it still possible to live a pure life? Dalawa sagot ko. No and yes. No. Bakit? Okay, bago kayo, bago kayo mag-ano. No. Ba't ko nasabing no? Ganito, ganito yan eh. Even sexual sin is an issue of the heart. Kaya sabi ng Biblia, bantay mo yung puso mo. Because out of it flows the issues of life. Out of the abundance of the heart, mouth will speak. Kung laman ito, lumalabas either through words or through our actions. Now, nasabi kong hindi posible na mamuhay sa mundong ito na hindi malinis. Bakit? Because by nature, lahat tayo makasalanan. Sabi ni Jeremiah, the heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. And who shall know it? So a person apart from God, it would be impossible for that person to live a pure life kung walang Diyos. We all need God. God is the one who sustains us. God is the one who gives us the grace to live a life of purity. So apart from Him, malabo to, man. Haven't you noticed, sabi ni Jesus, ang sino mang tumingin sa isang babae, you know, yung tingin na, yung, yung, na, ibang tingin. Ano sabi? You are already committing what? Adultery in the heart. Could you imagine? No sexual act at all. It's just the tingin. Now, when we say tingin, hindi tingin. Kasi iba yung tingin sa tinititigan. Na, naunawan niyo po ba? There's nothing wrong. Man, there's nothing wrong kung may makita kang maganda, sexy, napatingin ka. Nothing is wrong with that. If you, want, if you don't want that thing, then tanggalin mo lang yung mata mo. But because we have eyes, hindi kasalanan tumingin. Ang kasalanan yung pangalawang tingin. 
Sabi ng isa, Pastor, hindi naman ako nagpangalawang tingin eh. Basta sinundang ko lang ng tingin. Ang tawag doon, hindi tingin, titig. Na, naintindihan niyo po ba? And so again, g- ganun kaseryoso when it comes to sexual sin. Ganun kaseryoso ang Panginoon. We cannot just play with it. Bakit? At the end of the day, tayo ang tinatamaan. Hindi natin alam, but we're, we are always affected by that. Do you follow? Okay. So, kaya sa akin, ang pamanin ko sa inyo ngayon is this. In the midst of this, is it still possible? Again, as I've said, apart from God, no. And so my challenge for you this afternoon is this. That our passion for God diminishes our passion for lust. Ang sobrang pagmamahal mo at pag-ibig sa Diyos, yan ang unti-unting magbubura. At di ko sasabing totally matatanggal because there will always be temptations to that. Pero somehow, it diminishes. Humihina yung kapangyarihan nung dating tayo madaling gumigay. Di follow? Kaya nga, ngayon, ang issue ngayon dito is that we have to develop that passion for God. In fact, in verse 5, Samuel, not in the passion of lust, like the Gentiles who do not know God. So it is obvious from this verse na isang taong who doesn't know God, it will be a big struggle, if not nearly impossible for that person to live a pure life. Naintindihan niyo po ba? Pero huwag na tayong lumayo. Tayo mismo mga Kristiyano. Ito ang challenge. Kasi, you know, sa isang taong hindi nakakilala sa Panginoon, what can you expect? Pero malaking issue, tayo. Who claims that we know God? Who declares that we are followers of Jesus? Tayo. Who carries the name of Jesus, the name of Christ in us? Is it still possible to live a pure life? Yes if we will develop our passion for God. Why? Because our passion for God diminishes our passion for lust. Amen. Okay. Now, in short, pakinggan niyo to. Knowing God is different from knowing something about God. Iba po yung kilala mo si Lord at iba yung may alam ka tungkol kay Lord. Maraming tao may alam sila tungkol kay Lord. Eh mga tao, kilala na sila. Kilala nila sila. And when I say no God, I'm not talking about the intellectual knowledge. I'm not talking about kilala mo lang. Maybe some of you kilala nyo ako as sunny, as nagpi-preach, pero hanggang doon lang ang pagkakakilala nyo. Tama ba? Hindi nyo, you don't really know me. They follow. Same thing with God. Maraming mga tao, they know something about God. May alam sila tungkol kay Lord. Pero hindi nila kilala si Lord. And yung sinasabi dito, knowing God has something to do with unexperiential knowledge. Not just knowledge because somebody shared with you about Jesus, not because you read something about Jesus, but it's because you have experienced Jesus. In fact, I'd like to believe the reason why you're here this afternoon is because in one way or another in your life, you have experienced Jesus. At sabi mong, bite ni Lord, you have tasted and seen that the Lord is good. And so you wanted to follow Him. But even... We decided to follow the Lord. Ang tukso na riyan. Tama po ba? Palagi na riyan. Susundan ka niyan. Lalo na, alam niyo parang ganito eh, kung ako ang demonyo, ha? di ko kayo tatantanaan. Why? Because in the first place, dati tayo magkakasama. Tapos bigla kayong kakalas sa akin. Hello? Dati enjoy, enjoy kayong kasama ako, ngayon ayaw niyo na. So, I'll do everything just to bring you back to where you came from. And so again, 
knowing Jesus, knowing God, is different from knowing something about God. In short, there is a need for you and me to grow in our relationship with God. Kaya yun yung kaninang binasa natin. Sa chapter 3 verse 10, sabi niya, yeah, your faith is there, it's good. But still, I'd like to supply what was lacking in your faith. And what was that? Eto nung diniscuss niya. Isa sa mga sinusupply niya ni Pablo for them to grow in their relationship with God. So the real issue is, it's either we're passionate about God or we're passionate about lust. Yun lang ang issue dito sa pinag-uusapan natin. Now, look at what Mahatma Gandhi said. Your beliefs become your, your thoughts. Your thoughts become your words. Your words become your actions. Your actions become your habits. Your habits become your values. And your values become your destiny. That's why we have to be careful with what we do. We have to be careful of what comes in. Garbage in, garbage out. Out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth will speak. Kung ano pinapasok natin, yun ang lalabas sa atin. Now, we all know, even that, you know, certain things, when you practice it, when you do it over and over, it becomes a habit. You know what? In reality, sexual sin is a result of bad habits. Ngayon, anong punto rito? Um, pag ang, ang, ang tinuuna natin ng, ng, ng pansin is this, maging malinis ka, mamuhay ka ng may kalinisan, Alam niyo nakaka-frustrate? Taas naman yan eh. Wala bang medyo mabababa ng konti? That's why, uh, what I'm submitting to you this afternoon is this. Instead of dealing with the fruit, let's deal with the root. Perception precedes performance. Kung anong tingin natin sa mga bagay-bagay, susunod yung aksyon. Outlook determines outcome. Same thing. If we look at God, as the real God, then our actions will be different. On the other hand, kung hindi ganun ang pagkakakilala natin kay Lord, our action follows. Have you ever seen a sumo wrestler? Alam yung sumo wrestler sa Japan? Yung mga malalaki. Have you seen that? Have you watched how they, they wrestle? They what, di ba, lalaki niyan, tapos pag nagbabanggaan, parang mga ilipan, tama ba? They would try to dislodge each other. Tama? Okay, now, if you're in this place, do you think you can win over the, that sumo wrestler? Ha? Kung kayo yun, kung kayo yun, batang yun. At ganun kalaki, tignan nyo nga, hita pa lang, katawan na ng bata. Now, do you think, can, can you defeat that sumo wrestler? No. And, but let me just share with you, there is a way to defeat the sumo wrestler. And what is that? Starve him. I was watching sa uh, National Geographic, if I'm not mistaken, yung, yung tungkol sa story ng mga sumo wrestlers sa Japan. Grabe magsikaay ng, ng ka, hindi nga kain, lamun. Ng kanin. Ako nga nagbawas na dati, one rice ngayon, half rice na lang ako eh. Half rice cooker. You know? Pero, ganun sila kumain eh. Talagang, bakit? Parang lumaki sila. Yun talagang laban nga, kailangan lumaki sila. And see, if you want to defeat the sumo wrestler, you have to starve him. Now, let me just submit this to you. The sumo wrestler is the same this ating temptation to sin when it comes to sex. Sexual immorality is just like the sumo wrestler. And for us to defeat the sin of sexual immorality and everything that encompasses it, you have to starve the sumo wrestler. 
That's why, let me, let me, as a pastor, if you still have any pornographic materials at home, burn it. Burn it. Because that's how we feed the sumo wrestler. Ay, sayang naman to, Pastor. Mahal neto. Blu-ray. Blu-ray. <laughs> Are you hearing me? Why? Because the more we expose ourselves sa mga ganun bagay, the more we feed the sumo wrestler. And the bigger the sumo wrestler gets, the harder for us to defeat him. And what we need to do is to feed ourselves with the Word of God and prayer. Para tayo yung lumaki. Amen. Why? Because our passion for God diminishes our passion for lust. And so the real question is, if our passion for God diminishes our passion for lust, how can we develop our passion for God? First, we can develop our passion for God if we live to please God. If we live to please God. Somebody said, everybody tries to please somebody. Palagi daw yun. We always wanted to please somebody. Either your spouse, parents, your children, siblings, your friend, whoever, your boss. We always wanted to please somebody. Well, the sad part is that many people wanted to please themselves. It doesn't, it, they don't care kung malugod man ang iba o hindi, as long as I'm pleased. As long as I'm happy. Never will they ever think, happy to serve. <laughs> It's always, what can you do for me? How can you satisfy me? Now, going back to Scripture, verse 1. Finally then, brothers, we ask you and urge you in the Lord Jesus Christ that as you receive from us how you ought to walk and to please God just as you are doing. So, Sabini Paul to mga Thessalonians, you're doing this, but, but wait, there's more. Sabina, you do so more and more. In short, this is a progressive walk. When you got born again, you don't stop there. After attending Victory Weekend, you don't stop there. Hello? After being part of a small group, you don't stop there. We keep growing. We keep walking with the Lord. Yun sinasabi dito. And then, sabi dito, finally then, we ask and urge in the Lord that as you receive from us how you, ano sabi niya? I'm sorry. Sorry, sir. To walk and to please God. Now, listen. Christianity is not a set of do's and don'ts. Akala mo ibang Christianity, bawal to, bawal yan, ito gawin mo, ito. No, no, no. It's more than that. Again, it's a heart issue. In reality, Christianity is an outworking of a loving desire to please God. The reason why we obey God is because we love Him, not because we have to. The reason why we return the Lord's tithe and give our offering is not because we have to, but out of our gratitude towards God. I don't hear any amens there. So in short, we have to grow in our walk with the Lord. So let me ask you the basic questions. How's your devotion with God? How's your Bible reading? How's your prayer time? How's your fellowship with fellow believers? Because it's also important where you expose yourselves. As the saying goes, sabi mo sa akin kung sinong kaibigan mo, at sasabihin ko rin sa'yo kung sinong kaibigan ko, baka magkakilala sila. Hindi. 
Sabi mo sa akin, sino kaibigan? Sabihin ko kung sino ka. Why? Because there is such thing as transference of spirit. You become where you always expose yourselves to. And so, again, everybody please somebody, but many live to please themselves. Now, ito rin yun. This is what I have observed. Pleasing others can either please God or dishonor Him. When we choose to please others more than pleasing God, sabi nga ng NASA, we have a problem, Houston. Pleasing God should always be the motive of every Christian life. And when we say we please God, part of that is what? Obedience. And also, let me submit to you this afternoon. Obedience is good, it's great, but obedience without willingness is nothing to God. Isaiah 119, if you're willing and obedient, you'll eat the best of the land. How many of you want the best from the land? Then we, not ju- we, we should not just be obeying God, we should do it willingly. Now, you know what I'm saying? Because nung bata kayo, naalala nung bata kayo, pag naglalaro kayo, di ba? Tapos tinawag ka ng nanay mo, pinabli ka ng suka, how do we respond? Sumusunod ka. Bakit? Misa may ugali ang pinoy. Utos sa pusa, utos sa daga. Parang ako noon. Utosan ng ang ate ko. Ipapasa sa kuya ko. Kuya ko, papasa sa akin. Ako wala na akong mapagpasahan. Sumunod nga tayo, pero hindi bukol sa loob. I don't know about you, but many times we do the same pagdating kay God. Sumusunod nga tayo, pero pilit. Or sometimes we make a lot of excuses for us not to do it. Hindi pala kayo, mga taga-ibang church. Alam niyo, mga taga-ibang church, grabe! Tapos gusto sila, bless ni Lord. Mm-mm. Tapos pag sumusunod, pilit. Mm-mm. Kaya again, our passion for God diminishes our passion for lust. And so we have to live to please God. Kung may isang taong dapat yung sumipsit kay Lord, hindi sa ibang tao. Amen. In fact, ang mungkahi ko, wag lang kayo sumipsit kay Lord. Dapat doon, higok! Ganon, pagdating kay Lord. Alam niyo kung bakit? Because at the end of the day, always remember, we will not be facing man. We will be facing our God to give an account of ourselves. Amen. It's when him palang. Start deciding whom are we going to please. Sabi ni Paul, not with eye service as man pleasers, but as servants of God doing the will of the Lord from the heart. Our passion for God diminishes our passion for lust. So, more than just leaving to please the Lord, the next thing I'd like to submit to you is you do the will of God. What is the will of God? People would ask. Now, kaya minsan sa prayer natin, di ba? Lord, if it is your will. Di ba? We, we've been praying that way. Or ako lang pala kayo, hindi nga pala kayo. Dahil kayo, when you pray, talagang you're sure of what you're praying. You know, you know what to remind God of. Ako minsan, hindi. Mm-hmm. Kaya ang prayer ko, puro sana. Lord, sana. Oh, kasi hindi ako sigurado eh. But talking about the will of God, it's one thing to know the will, it's another thing to do the will. Jesus gave us an example when he was praying in the garden, not my will, but yours be done. In short, kahit si Jesus physically may struggle siya. God, 
if it is possible, let this cup pass away from me when he was praying. But I said, not my will, but yours be done. Now, could you imagine kung si Lord umayaw? Could you imagine kung ang pinili ni Lord yung gusto niya, hindi yung gusto ng Ama? Pare-pareho tayong sakangkungan pupulutin ngayon. Wala tayo dito, man. Naintindihan niyo po ba yun? I hope makita niyo yung ganda ng ginawa ni Jesus because He submitted His will to the will of the Father. Now, going back, verse 2, it says, For you know what instructions we gave you through the Lord Jesus Christ. So, again, aside from the faith that they had, ang exhortation ni Paul, you, you move along, you move forward, you move on in your life. Now, but, but, let me just sidetrack a little. I, I, I don't know about you, maybe, maybe I, I won't ask you to, ask, to raise up your hands, pero if you have been sexually abused in the past, get some help and then move on in this life. Huwag tayong magpapigil. Because I have that experience. But, you know, don't let your past stop you from fulfilling God's plan for your life. Maring nakaraan natin hindi maganda. Maring nakaraan natin paangit dahil inabuso tayo. But trust me, if you would believe God for His plans and purposes in your life, then you have to move on. Get some help. Go to some licensed counselor. So maybe ask a pastor for, for some counseling. But you have to move on. Hindi ito natatapos ang buhay nito. Are, are you with me? You sinasabi, you do more and more. You move on. And then he said, I gave you instruction. And what is interesting, the word instruction here is a Greek word which means command. Yun, yun ang Greek word niya. Yung command, yun ang ibig sabihin ng, ng instruction is command. And this command is a, a military term. So in short, Paul is commanding the Christians, not requesting it's one thing to request, it's another thing to command. And itong command ito, it's not really, it didn't come from, from, from Paul. It came from God. He even wrote it to Timothy. Sabi niya, Timothy, as a good soldier of the Lord, you have to refrain yourself from, from the affairs of this life so that you may please Him who has called you or who has enlisted you. Yung commander in chief natin, pag nag-utos yan, Pakinggan nyo to. Pag nag-utos yung commander in chief natin, hindi para sa kanyang benepisyo, para sa inyo, para sa atin. Hindi siya mag-uutos ng gumawa ng isang bagay para mapahama ka, tapos siya makikinabang. Yun yung commander in chief natin. Ha? Yun, yun. Na- naintindihan nyo ba? Tandaan nyo, wala kailan, kahit kailan, walang iuutos si yung commander in chief natin na makakasama sa'yo. Everything that the, our commander-in-chief would tell us to do, everything that he would command it, they are all clear. Not even one is shady. Because when something is shady, something is wrong. Because for God, black is black and white is white. No shady at all. Are you following me? Okay. For, the, for, for, for you know what instruction God gave a command, and as far as God is concerned, sexual immorality does not please God. God created sex, and God has the authority to govern its use. Kung ang sex ay bigay ng Dios, siya lang din ang may kapangyarihan at kapamahalaan na sabihin paano gagamitin ito. And you know that. Last, uh, nung pinag-usapan yung purpose, remember? What's the purpose of sex? Again, for married couple. Sabi nyo nga, married couple. Because again, sex, any sex outside marriage is seen against God. Even if you make a lot of excuses, it is still, that, that is black before God. 
That's not shady. That's black. Amen. Now, what is sex for? Para sa mga married couple. Procreation. God said in Malachi, He wants godly children from your union. Second, is for pleasure. More than you enjoying it, God wants you to think of how you can satisfy your spouse. Again, within the context of marriage. And lastly, it is for permanence, where the two will become one flesh. So, si Lord lang ang may karapatan. Kaya nga, kung kukuha tayo ng kapangyarihan, kay Lord tayo kumuha ng kapangyarihan, kay Lord tayo kumuha ng unawa, kung ano sinasabi rito. Now, pakinggan nyo to. Ang mga utos ng Diyos, patungkol doon sa, sa, patungkol sa sex, ang layunin nito ay hindi para tanggalin yung kaligayahan mo, kundi para protektahan yung kaligayahan mo. Dahil kapag ka, ang sino mang tao ay you know, been guilty of committing sexual sin outside marriage, man, it will not give you joy. It may be for the meantime, for a short period of time, you may enjoy it, but that's what I say, you play now and you pay later. Bakit? Because, you know, imagine nyo, ang posibleng masira when we do sex outside marriage. Maraming posi- The risk is so big. And I always say this, ang pinaka-apektado palagi, mga anak natin. Now, what was the instruction given during the time? What was the instruction? The next verse says, for this is the will of God. And what was that? Your sanctification. You want to know the will of God for your life? Ito yun, mga kapatid. What? Your sanctification. Yun po sinasabi. So if ever you want to seek God for your will and, and pray, God, what is your will for me? And God will just say, this is my will for you. Your sanctification. And what is sanctification means? Simple. Just be set apart and be different from the rest. As Christians, as believers, as followers of Jesus, God wants you and me to be different from the rest. Not because other people are doing it, we will also do it. Not because uso, makikiuso tayo. Remember what Paul said? Do not be conformed to the pattern of this world, but be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Hindi lahat ng uso makikiuso ka. Kung nauso ba ang tumalun sa, sa bangin, tatalong ka, makikiuso ka. Hello? Even sa lahat ng aspeto, hindi porkit uso, sasabayan mo. Nauso ang certain style ng damit, makikiuso tayo. Ang tanong, bagay ba? Ay, hindi, ito ang uso eh. O, uso nga, kaso pag may nakakita sa'yo, <laughs> So, talking about the will of God and sanctification, specifically, what is that? Sabi yan, that you abstain from sexual immorality. Now, this is a command, again, not a request. Now, what does abstain means? Simple, you refrain from. Dati mong ginagawa, itigil mo na. You restrain yourself. Pigilan mo yung sarili mo na gawin yan. Atat na atat ka na. Gusto, gusto mo lang gawin. Maligo ka na lang. Init lang yan. Tama, pag nabasa ka ng malamig na tubig, mawawala yan. Trust me. What else? Abstain from sexual immorality. Now again, when you, when you see the word abstain, ibig sabihin, kung dati mo ginagawa, tigilan mo na. Kung di mo pa ginagawa, pigilan mo ang sarili, ang sarili mo or iwasan mo na gawin yun. 
Kaya nga yung kantang otok so layo mo ko, hindi pwede, hindi mo, hindi mo pwedeng kantahin yun. Hindi ka lalayo ng tukso, ikaw ang lalayo sa tukso. Lalayo si Joseph, the dreamer, di ba, kay Mrs. Potiphar? Oh. Araw-araw, kinakantahan siya, di ba? Remember the song? Oh, I miss the song. Halika muna dito. And the Bible says, every day he would run away. Hello? He would run away. Hindi sinabi, oh, tukso, layuan mo ako. Hindi. And sabi niya, you abstain from what? Sexual immorality. Now, the word immora- sexual immorality is from the Greek word porneia, which we get, where we get the word porno or pornographic. And kanina, I, I've told you already, you stop feeding the sumo wrestler. Stop indulging with, with those pornographic materials. It won't help you. And fornication, that, uh, that is another meaning of sexual immorality. Now, what is fornication? Ang fornication po ginagawa nung mga single. Pag single ka, wala kasawa, at nag-commit ka ng, ng, ng sexual sin, fornication ang tawag doon. Pag kami asawa, adultery. Pero parehong mali yun. Sobra ka naman, pastor, para necking-necking lang yun. Anong, anong necking? Neck-neck mo! Anong necking-necking? <laughs> May nakita ko ba sa Bible na... <laughs> Si Joseph tsaka si Maria nag-necking. <laughs> Hello? Now again, these are what the world tries to shove down our throat. They wanted us to accept this. But again, it doesn't mean that pag tinanggap ng mundo, tatanggapin natin. Because God wants you to be different. He wants you to be set apart. Now, kaya dito na gustuhan yung quote ni Senator Miriam. Defensor and child. I love her. I mean, I love this woman, although I, I do not agree with everything she say and everything she do. No. But I love this quote, just this quote. Look at this. A worm has five hearts. Octopus has three. A human has only one. Kaya pag nagmahal ka ng higit sa isa, i-google mo na kung anong hayop ka. So in short, Parang sinasabi, we are sexually saturated culture. Parang normal lang yan. At ang pinakamasakit sa lahat is every time we counsel Christians who fall in this trap. Now, I love the Philips translation. It's a paraphrase. Okay? Ito sabi yung verse 3 ng Thessalonians. God's plan is to make you holy. And that entails, first of all, a what? A clean break with sexual immorality. A clean break. Sabi ni Paul, not even a hint. You're not doing it, but not even a hint of it. Dapat di makita sa ating kristyano. Pasong masyadong mong mataas yung standard. It could be masyadong mataas, but trust me, with God's grace in us, we can do it. Why? Because we can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. So let's stop giving excuses. Excuses will, we will never run out of excuses. Trust me. The excuses are, eh, tao lang, eh, may kahinaan, eh, may biological needs. <laughs> when you face God, and you say, eh, God, diba, eh, kung ako ginawa, eh, may biological need ako, eh, tao lang. Anong gusto mo, palit na tayo, sabihin sa inyo lang. <laughs> then, verse 5, that each one of you, tignan mo yung katabi mo, sabihin mo, kasama ka sa each one. Right. Each one of you 
know how to control his own body. Sabi niyo nga, control his own body. So, anong pamanik dito ni Pablo? As, we, as, as he discusses y- yung, yung will ni God sa atin, sanctification, part of that is we need to know how to control our own body. Where? In holiness and in honor. Not in the passion of lust like the Gentiles who do not know God. Now, this is interesting. Let me share this to you. Itong phrase, control his own body, has two schools, two, uh, two schools of thoughts. Thought. Dalawa. dalawa y- y- yung mga Bible scholars, dalawa ang pagpapakahulugan na ito. Number one, when it says you control, you need to know how to control your own body because number one, our body is the temple of the Holy Spirit. Right? I mean, this body does not belong to us. The Bible says this body belongs to God. Pahiram lang sa atin. And also, 1 Corinthians 7, this body belongs to your spouse. Kung may asawa ka. Kung wala kang asawa, si Lord lang ang nagmamayari, nagmamayari niya. Kaya huwag mong pamigay kung kanin-kanino. Are you hearing me? Okay. Now, dahil this body is the temple of the Holy, Holy Spirit, then we need to be careful what we do and how we treat this body. Kaya again, from one rice to half rice cooker na lang. You, you have to... You have... You, pakinggan nyo na, mga kapatid. How can we expect other people to respect us if we don't respect ourselves? If we don't respect this body, how can we expect other people even to respect this body? And align with that, again, namamanig po ako sa inyo, lalo na mga kababaihan, if you want the men to respect you, then be respectable even the way you look, even the way you dress. Hindi naman Maria Clara. I mean, I'm not saying naman. Hindi, baka daling ka sa Mandaluyong naman. I mean, naintindihan niyo naman when I say be respectable. Hindi ba? I mean, dapat alam mo ang pagkakaiba ng belt at saka shorts. Dapat alam mo, pag nag-worship ka, hindi ka parang si Winnie the Pooh na nakaangat na rito. Naintindihan niyo ba? Alam ko, marami nang nalilito sa, sa, sa moda ngayon. You know, yung, yung moda, yung, yung fashion ngayon. Hindi ba? Hindi ko alam talaga kung anong dapat mas mahaba, yung shorts o yung bulsa. Hindi ko alam eh. Hindi ko alam kung anong dapat talaga mas mahaba. Now, what I'm saying is this. What I'm saying is this. You know, mga, mga ladies, really, I plead with you. Yeah, I know you got beautiful body. I know. I praise God for that. But don't let other people sin because of how we dress. Even, even mga single men, not just the single men, but all the men here, I'd like to plead with you. Let's just, let's just be like Job. See, Job, he made a covenant with his eyes not to look at a woman with lust. Wala na aim Mukhang kailangan ako mag-altar call mamaya. And so, y- y- yun po yun. Ngayon, ESV yun, ano? nakita yung ESV, pero sabihin ko sa inyo, New King James. Ito sabi sa New King James. Same verse. That each of you should know how to possess his own vessel. Ayan. Kanina, control his own body. Pero New King James, possess his own vessel. Now, sabi ko nga, two schools of thought. Kanina, you know, we control know how to control this body, meaning we respect this body, and we treat this ng tama. Now, eto, eto, men, eto maganda. Literal Greek translation of this is instead of you should know how to control your body or you should possess, know how to possess 
his own vessel. Ito yung literal niya. That each of you should know how to acquire his own wife so as not or so as to avoid fornication. Galing, ano? Hindi. <laughs> Mag-respond mo. Hindi, hindi ko alam kung okay lang ba kayo dyan o naninigas na kayo o masukasukan na kayo. Now, I, I, I love that. Bakit? Because again, marriage is a sacred thing. I mean, you don't get married because you have to. Hello? As much as possible, maganda. You get married because you know it's God's time for you to get married. Well, again, for those who have fallen short of that, maybe, you know, in the past, again, we committed sin, kinasal na tayo, dahil may nangyari na. I mean, we just have to go back to God, ask God for forgiveness, and stop doing it again. Kaya dito, sabi niya, you should know how to acquire your own wife so as to avoid sexual immorality. It was, it was confirmed by Paul then sa letter niya in 1 Corinthians 7, verses 1 and 2. Basahin niyo na sa bahay. Sabi niya, how I wish that all men should not touch a woman, not literal touch, but don't, should not do any sexual uh, act with a woman. Single to. He's talking about single. Pero sabi niya, sabi niya, pero kung di ka makatiis, mag-asawa ka na. Kesa mahulog ka sa tukso. Although again, it's not a good motivation. Kasi kung, kung ako si Paul, susulat kayo, kung di ka makatiis, maligo ka na lang, magbabad ka sa tubig, lagay mo ng yelo. At mawawala yan. No, pero sinabi niya rito, okay, kung talagang hindi ka na makatiis, asing, magsawa ka na. Para hindi ka na magpatuloy sa kasalanan. Kaya ang lalaki, dapat kumuha ng asawang babae, ang babae, kumuha, dapat kumuha ng asawang lalaki. Tama ba? So, yun yun eh. Tandaan nyo eh. Possess his own vessel. Yun din sinabi ni Pedro. Likewise, husbands, live with your wives in an understanding way. So, biblical for the husbands to be understanding. And yun eh. Ayan Showing honor to the woman as the what? Weaker vessel. Then, again, the word vessel comes in. Ano kanina? How to possess his own vessel. And it talks about his wife. Now, treat your wives as weaker vessels since they are heirs with you of the grace of life so that your prayers may not be hindered. So in short, God's will for us is to respect our body and to respect our wife if you're married. If you're single, respect your body, respect other people. Why? Because our passion for God diminishes our passion for lust. Amen. Come on, give the Lord praise. Lastly, is to fulfill the call of God. We live to please God. We do... We do the will of God, now we fulfill the call of God. Verse 6, that no one transgress and wrong his brother in this matter. Wag, wag tayo manloloko ng kapwa natin. Sinasabi rito. Bakit? Makikita nyo si, makikita nyo si Captain America, si Thor, si Hawk. Ano? Na pinagsama-sama because the Lord is an avenger. <laughs> Di ka lulusot dito, men. Yeah. Yari tayo. Okay. In all these things, as we told you beforehand and solemnly warn you. Verse 7, For God has not called us to impurity, but in holiness. So what is the call of God for each and every one of us? To live a pure life. That's our calling. Amen. Not just when you're single, but even if, kahit tayong married, God still calls us to live a pure life. We have to respect and love our spouse, our respective spouse. Amen. 
you know? Therefore, whoever disregards this, ang sino man wala neto, hindi binabaliwala ang tao, kundi ang Diyos na nagbigay ng banal na spirito sa iyo. So again, this is not just a request. Natandaan po ninyo, we can choose our sin, but we can never choose the consequences of it. David, ganun nangyari. When he committed adultery with Bathsheba, their son died. Now, I'm not saying that your children will die, pero, you know, there is a consequence. Kung ano, I don't know. Kaya ang pamanik sa atin ni Paul, even kay, kay Timothy, do not rebuke an older man, but encourage him as your father. Younger men as brothers, older women as mothers, younger women as sister, in some translation, in all, in absolute purity. Men, how do we treat the women, the younger women, as your sister? Women, how do you treat men? As your older brother. Now, this is what set me free, honestly. Nung bago ang Kristiyano, may kumausap sa akin. You know, he, was, he was dealing with me on, on, on my attitude towards my girlfriend on time na yon. And sabi niya, Sunny, do you have a sister? Sabi ko, yeah, I do. Do you kiss your sister? Yes. But do you kiss your sister on her lips? How dare you? <laughs> and he said, that's my point, Sani. Your girlfriend, as long as you're not married yet, she is your sister in Christ. And as your sister in Christ, you don't do to that lady what you don't do to your sister. And that set me free. Amen. Why? Because our passion for God diminishes our passion for lust. The pastor, you know, I'm having a hard time. You know, I fail from time to time. I don't know if God can still accept me. Even right now as a Christian, I don't know if I can still live a pure life. You can. Because the Bible says, for the grace of God has appeared that offers salvation to all people. That grace teaches us to say no to ungodliness and world passion, worldly passions, and to live self-controlled, upright, and godly lives in this present. It's just a matter of decision. But before we can really make that strong decision, again, you have to develop your passion for God. How? Living to please Him, doing the will of God, and fulfilling His call in terms of purity in your life. Now, I believe if we do that, then the grace of God will give you the power and the strength to say no to any form of ungodliness and worldly passion. And trust me, God wants your life to be a good testimony for others to see and know that truly your God is alive and is working in the lives of other people. Amen? We hope you were inspired by that message. Listen to more podcasts from our website at www.victoryalabang.org and in the Victory Alabang app. Thank you and stay connected.